queen is getting ready, is getting you ready for the king of kings. All that you're seeing is how it's going to be even more so when Jesus, the king of kings, and lord of lords, monarch of monarchs, comes back. <clears throat> and she has done a magnificent job. Even in death, the king, uh, the queen, is doing a magnificent job for the glory of God and in honor of God and in honor and as the old saints used to say who is the head of my life in honor of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords <coughs> and And the queen, who is lying in state, you have never seen a funeral like this before. The queen is so awesome by the grace of God that she's allowing people to attend her funeral at locations around the world. And I'm not talking about just live streaming and live television. I'm talking about going to a place to remember uh, and to uh, honor the Queen. There'll be people sitting in churches and places all around the world for the purpose of attending and you have to be invited to that, too. Okay? In, in, in other countries, even America. Now, what a life is that? And if she was a bad queen, she wouldn't, she wouldn't be getting this kind of honor. And nobody's begging anybody to come. They have to keep people back. These people are coming out of love and devotion to the queen all around the world. Black, white, red, yellow. You say, well, what makes her so great? Who made her so great? God. And by the way, you need to get used to the kingdom. There will not be a democracy when Jesus comes back. It's going to be a kingdom. So get used to the kingdom. And in honor of the queen, we're going to 
read because I cannot sing her favorite hymn. Praise my soul, the King of Heaven. To his feet your tribute bring. Ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Forevermore his praises sing. Alleluia. Alleluia. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the everlasting King. Praise him for his grace and favor to his people in distress. Praise him still the same as ever, slow to chide and swift to bless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glorious in his faithfulness. Father-like, he tends and spares us. Well, our feeble frame he knows. In his hand, he gently bears us, rescues us from all our foes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Widely, yet, his mercy flows. Angels, help us to adore him. You behold him face to face. Sun and moon bow down before him. Dwellers all in time and space. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise with us the God of grace. <clears throat> Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords and monarch of monarchs. And Holy Father God, and Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the magnificent service on yesterday. I praise you and I thank you for giving us the mind, the strength, and your grace to uh, have this service, the standing between the living and the dead, for we're all going to die just like the Queen has died. And uh, we need to prepare to meet the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We need to prepare to meet you. <clears throat> For the sole purpose of life is not to do our will, but to do your will and to prepare to meet you. Mm -hmm. And uh, Holy Father God, uh, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you 
for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. Uh, and Holy Father God, I thank you for the Queen's favorite hymn that I cannot sing, but I can read the words, and they mean a lot. It says a lot about her, your servant. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon me and thus my family. I thank you for what you have done in and through my family. And uh, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon me and thus my family down through the years. Thank you for blessing us to find favor in your sight through your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and causing us to find unusual uh, favor in the sight of even sinful human beings. And Lord, I cannot thank you enough for what you have done. And I cannot thank you enough for the people that you have placed in my life at every phase. <clears throat> and all of them have been miraculous. And Holy Father God, I thank you for the privilege of prayer, the power of prayer, the peace that comes through prayer. And I thank you, Lord, uh, for hearing and answering my prayers down through the years. And Holy Father God, have a continued mercy and grace upon me and uh, as your uh, feeble servant please forgive uh, me of all of my sins and I pray for all other Christians who are here with us today Lord help them to do the same forgive us all of our sins in my family and outside of my family other Christian brethren uh, in the country and around the globe Lord God in heaven, forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults, as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. <clears throat> Crush and crucify, Lord, our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh within us for those of us who are saved by your grace, and uh, fill us with the fullness and the power the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty of your Holy Spirit. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against thee in any way throughout this day. For those of us who are saved and born again, deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right today to live right, to think right, to do right. Lord, we thank you for the queen setting 
a great example. No personal scandals. Uh, she kept her marriage together, even though she was the queen and could have had anybody she wanted. But uh, uh, she remained married to her husband because she understood the consequences. And she feared you and respected you and appreciated the people not to do that discombobulating act. And uh, we give you the glory, praise, and honor that even though they had difficulties uh, far beyond what we know, they stayed together. And that says a lot about any couple. It says a lot about their Christianity. <coughs> and we give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. And, uh, and no wonder she is being honored spontaneously. People uh, don't have to be dragged out. People don't have to be told to go out. They have to refrain. They have to uh, keep people back, so many people, because of the wonderful life you gave her of uh, being a Christian, uh, being humble, being faithful, being true, and uh, keeping her vows and uh, uh, a commitment to duty. What an example. Uh, no doubt probably the last example of what you want us to be in this earth. Uh, uh, for the whole globe to see. And so Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I do pray that you will help those of us who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray <coughs> and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to uh, get back to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. <coughs> Pardon me, Lord, and, and uh, get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray also at this time for uh, those who are lost in my family and in families of Christians around the globe. Lord, help Christians to get out of the fog that they have been in for years, trying to justify and trying to uh, uh, make people who are not saved uh, and in fact demon-possessed uh, be Christians just because they go to church. And that's, that has really hurt the church, for the tares have uh, overpopulated the church with demon sinful activity. <clears throat> and, and instead of us doing what we should have done and, and gave ourselves to prayer and to evangelism, uh, we tried other means and we acquired uh, 
a bunch of demon-possessed people, proud, stubborn, rebellious people, into the church who want to do their will and not your will. And so that's one of the reasons why, Lord, as you know, we're in this mess that we're in. Lord, I cannot imagine the church being this low at any time in its history uh, with immorality, abominations, and sins that the early church never even thought would be allowed in the church. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray for the salvation of my own wife, uh, who uh, acts like a little bit uh, like an angel when she's in church with other people, but acts like a devil and a witch uh, behind the scenes at home. Uh, you have witnessed it. You witness it even now. Uh, and I wouldn't say that, Lord, as you know, if it was not true. I witness it every day. I have witnessed it every day for 34 years. And all seven of my children have witnessed it. Even though their grandmother and aunts are trying to twist their minds. And uh, I thank you that you are intervening and working in their hearts and minds and souls and spirits to denounce that demonic foolishness. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. for that and uh, because you're the one working through your word that they have been taught for years and by your Holy Ghost and I pray Lord for the salvation of their Jamaican grandmother and their American grandmother and all of our family members including my two sisters for you have made it clear <coughs> in your holy word. The evidence of salvation is in obedience and how we carry our lives. It may be rough at the beginning of our Christian life, but after a while, by and by, you have a way to handle a man and a woman who is saved to help them to understand that you're the King of kings and Lord of lords, monarch of monarchs, and that it must go your way. I don't know how you do it. I know some of the means is through chastisement and rebuke and withholding uh, blessings and broken fellowship. And Lord, truly say people do not like any of those things, but I thank you for it. And those who have come through it, they thank you for it too. And so Holy Father God, uh, help my mother to see that, my two sisters to, to see that, help my wife's mother to see that, and her aunts and siblings to see that, that a true commitment and belief in you, <clears throat> Lord Jesus Christ, sincere from the heart, must happen and take place, and then your Holy Ghost will take up residence on the inside of them and will lead them lovingly. Uh, to obedience to you 
and respect for you and reverence for you. And it is a beautiful thing. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of all family members of Christians across this country and around the globe, real salvation because they will never have any real peace in their homes or in their churches until true salvation takes place. I thank you for showing me this uh, as the root problem in the worst Laodicean church uh, in the history of the church and in the history of the world. We're in it and it is in shambles. And I do praise you and I thank you for people like Bonner and other people uh, not going along with the uh, gung-ho, uh, all is peaceful and safe now and everything is wonderful and the church is great and wonderful uh, when that is not the case, generally speaking. We do praise you and we thank you for the pockets of your faithful few, your 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to the bale of homosexuality which is in homosexual marriage which is a line that we all know from history that we should not cross and we have paid a severe price in the church and outside of the church for crossing that line yet you have shown mercy and grace that we some of us are still here and so holy father god i thank you for that and holy father god i do pray that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving in the world, all around the world, in America, uh, grieving from the pain of chastisement, rebuke, and punishment. Uh, Lord, now we have a high school that is uh, in trouble because of the monkeypox. Uh, uh, going on. Uh, we have high schools who have, even in the state of Texas, who had the unmitigated goal uh, to take your holy word out of the library. Uh, they claimed to have already taken prayer out. They didn't. Uh, now they want to take your word out. And so Lord, uh, around the world, across America, in our communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our lives. Lord, bring forth salvation by the power of your grace, the power of your Holy Spirit, and Lord, all of the mysterious stuff that you do to draw people to yourself for salvation. <coughs> and I will never Act like I know how you do it, because I don't. I don't even know how you brought me to you to yourself, as as wicked and evil, uh, and as determined as I was to stay in my evil and run away from the church. It is a miracle uh, that you saved my soul, and after 43 years and past seven years preaching nearly every day, uh, for a man who cursed and swore to his uh, friends that he would never preach like his dad. Lord, that's you. That's not me. And I give you the glory. And so, Holy Father God, for those of us who are truly saved and born again, I pray 
uh, that you would lift our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our feeble hearts and minds, souls, and spirit. We can't handle it anyway. Uh, we want to, in the great American spirit, say that we can, but Lord, we cast all of our cares upon you. For Lord, we know that you care for us. And I pray this prayer for my entire family. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my wife, Marika White, uh, who even today, as I've already told her to her face, uh, who is full of hell and the devil today, as she usually is on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. This is no, we're not ignorant of the devil's devices. It's, she's, uh, as I told her yesterday, uh, she is so predictable uh, uh, when it comes down to this. And she needs to go ahead and humble herself and uh, lay aside her pride, her Jamaican pride, and her um, Pharaoh-style pride, and believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, and pray and ask you to truly save her, renouncing the religious stuff that she's done in the past, just as I have done, and just as my mother and sisters have to do, and her mother, and her aunts have to do if they want to truly get saved. And the evidence will be in their love and their obedience to you. For you said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray that uh, you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts. Lord, from uh, our entire family, and all other families under the sound of my voice, all other Christian families around the world who stand for you. And Lord, I pray that you'll cast out these demonic spirits of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, and give us continual sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. At the same time, Lord, as I prayed earlier uh, this morning, Lord, I thank you for uh, my thorn in the flesh. Uh, for, Lord, it has done its marvelous work uh, in, uh, in moving me to do things like this service, when I could be on the golf course or uh, on the beach or doing a, a whole bunch of other things, but uh, in preaching your holy word, your holy gospel for the past seven years, nearly every day, uh, and praying without ceasing by your grace, I probably would have never done any of this if I didn't have a thorn in the flesh. And so, Holy Father God, <clears throat> I do pray that you would deliver us today for those of us who are saved from our distresses and our afflictions, troubles and problems and difficulties. Deliver us, Holy Father God, from our uh, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, intentions. 
Deliver us, Holy Father God, from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, uh, student loan debt, student progress problems. And Lord, we give it all to you and we pray that you'll wipe all of the negativity out as you have done in the past. Not only for me, but for all of my children especially, uh, that they will take advantage of of what their father has been praying for, not only for my children, but millions of people across this nation, that the country would be generous and fair, uh, considering the coronavirus plague that has devastated this country and that has devastated the economy and the job situation <clears throat> where people don't feel comfortable uh, going back to a job place because they've seen so many people die and so many people get sick and uh, uh, and so Lord I never thought the great America would uh, see millions of people walk away from their jobs but you have a way uh, and so we thank you for your way and we know that the government and some happy talk pastors want to get on with it. Uh, but wise, the wise American people uh, who has fooled everybody that they don't love money and materialism as much as people thought. And they would rather live and be free. So many people have done uh, uh, as you have led me to do and to tell others to do and to uh, get rid of a whole lot of stuff and live a life where you can uh, afford uh, and pay for your living space and uh, not have a whole lot of other things you have to pay for. So, Lord, I thank you for that, and I am uh, surprised at it, but I am thank you for it. I thank you for it. And so, Holy Father God, uh, also I do pray uh, that you, and I thank you for showing us great mercy and grace, even in the midst of chastisement and rebuke and, uh, uh, and punishment because of the evil things that we have done in your sight. Thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. And Holy Father God, I do pray now that you would bless and protect, Lord, my family, especially my, my children, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, uh, Duran, Danielle, Tequila, and Quasia, and all of my offspring, uh, Lord, that uh, has come into the world and is... Uh, will come into the world. And Lord, I pray that you'll protect us all from ourselves, our flesh and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. <coughs> and Lord, place upon us the whole armor of God. Surround us with a band of your holy angels, a wall of your holy fire. And... Uh,
and cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow. And Holy Father God, have all that we do and say on this Saturday that could very well be our last Saturday living to be done for your glory, praise, and honor, and for your Son, the King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ. For it is in his holy name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service. And I believe uh, this is service number 838 or thereabouts. Uh, this is Daniel White III, President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House Family Devotional Reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 172. Today we're at Psalm 18.7. There's a story about how that, I believe the queen wanted to hear Spurgeon preach in London. And, uh, uh, she could uh, hardly get in. Uh, she went to one of the services, and and uh, he w the church was so jam packed that uh, they had to make room for for her. I'm sure they let her in, but uh, there was some kind of uh, uh, situation there. I'll I'll relate some of the things to you maybe on Monday that Spurgeon said about the monarch of that time and uh, and I'll find that story for you in detail. I have not heard it in a while and I have not told it in a while but she was very impressed with uh, Spurgeon. Again, how does God make people great? I mean how do people become great? Only God can make them great. 
And if they obey him, uh, then they will remain great and they will die great like Spurgeon did and like Queen Elizabeth the Great. That's right. I'm with I'm with <coughs> Prime Minister Johnson. And first of all, you don't, you know, the person cannot want to be great. <laughs> you can't be great if you want to be great. God will take a humble young lady who did not even have her father to guide her to become the greatest queen in the history of the world. And I believe the greatest monarch since King David and King Solomon. That's what I believe. I believe the, I believe the history books will bear that out. I don't think anybody, and no, no, I can't think of any monarch who had uh, this kind of influence and and wisdom. Even though I disagree as a prophet and I rebuked her for the things I disagreed with and I told her what she should do even on her dying bed and hopefully those things will be done but anyway the word of God says then the earth shook and trembled the foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wroth. Dr. Spurgeon goes on, there was no great space between the cry and its answer. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, but is swift to rescue his afflicted children. David has in his mind's eye the glorious manifestations of God in Egypt at Sinai and on different occasions to Joshua and the judges and he considers that his own case exhibits the same glory of power and goodness and that therefore he may accommodate the descriptions of former displays of the divine majesty into his hymn of praise. Then the earth shook and trembled. Observe how the, that's a word that Spurgeon stole from Matthew Henry, or, or was, and or was popular during that time. Interesting word that Matthew Henry used regularly he would just say observe and then he'll go off into something real good and so Spurgeon is using that word too here most solid and immovable things feel the force of supplication go ahead Spurgeon please allow me to say that to you again 
Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead. See, this is see, this is what some people do not understand. Huh? Prayer is like a battering ram. If you pray without ceasing and you pray regularly, that will bring down the walls of Jericho and all and uh, all of your walls. Hard, obstinate things and people. God can bring them down whisper, with 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 a whisper of prayer to the God of heaven, unmovable things can come tumbling down, my beloved. I, listen to me, I know, I know, I know, I know some of you are already out and about at Walmart and Target buying stuff you don't need. And do you know millions of people go to the store to buy something to make them happy for that day? They, and it's just, it's just in them, in them. And don't give them any money because they're going to go buy something that's going to make them happy for that day. I say that day because by tomorrow it's not going to make you happy. I know some of you are already out and about. You're trying to listen to me in the car as you go from Walmart to Target and Kohl's and other places. <coughs> I, I've seen my mother and my sisters go shopping and uh, and be fussing all the way, be mad while shopping, and then fuss all the way back, and uh, including my uh, niece, and be mad as far, and they'll, but yet they'll buy some nice boots or purse or whatever, and 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 they think that will make them happy by see it's like it's like an addiction people that can become an addiction too there are some real shopaholics uh, just like gambling can become an addiction nope there's no such thing as sex addiction so don't don't and there's no such thing as uh, pornography addiction for saved people so don't we're not going that far. Now that's just just a bit. That's what you want to do, devilish one. Anyway, uh, that stuff will not make you happy, people. Money will not make you happy. A big fine house on pork chop hill will not make you happy. A new car will not make you happy. It might all make you worry more, but not not happy. But I know some of you are out and about. Some of you need to be out and about so you can buy food for the family. That's good. Some of you are getting ready to go out and about. But I want to tell you something. If you have not prayed, things are not going to, if you're a child of God, things are not going to go well for you. If you have not prayed about all of your problems and you are honest about them before God because God is going to be honest with you. He cannot help but be honest with you. And God will tell you some things. Yeah. The problem is, are you listening? 
As soon as you start praying, God's going to start stepping and, and start telling you things. Do you truly love your wife? He'll bring that up. Do you truly respect and honor and obey and submit to your husband? Uh, uh, people that have offended you or people you have offended and you know you need to get it right because you're not speaking to each other. You, you don't like each other. All of, all of that. God's going to raise that person's head up in your face and in your mind's eye rather as you pray. Why? Because God wants you to get that right with him or her before you pray to him. Because see, God does not play that. He doesn't play that. He doesn't, he doesn't play this foolishness of you, you're so right with me, but you're not right with her, and you're not right with him. He doesn't play that. I told my wife that years ago. You know, my wife and other women want to play the game of what well, I, I I love God and, I, and God loves me and and uh, and uh, uh, we uh, I, I'm praying to God about it and this that and the other. We're so tight, God and I. We're so tight, but you're not tight with your husband. You 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 respect God, you say, but you but while you're disrespecting your husband. You're disrespecting God because God told you to reverence and respect your husband. Hello, look at me real good. Look at me real good. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray right now. We're going to pray in a minute. All of these people got young people, uh, young adults and young teenagers who act like they have such a tight relationship with God, but they don't honor their parents. God does not play that. God does not play that. Preachers won't speak to each other. Even in the same church, deacons won't honor and respect the pastor. Pastor won't listen to the deacons and and all kinds of mess going on in the church. I mean, here here we go now. Not even good in in the first year of this president's uh Southern Baptist president's term and if he's not careful he's going to get just have one one um, one year as well already some fussing and fighting and ill advised words talking crazy and I told them the Southern Baptist Convention they're reaping what they have sown. They have a civil war spirit in their own mostly white denomination. It's not against blacks now, it's against themselves. They're, they're reaping what they have sown. It is a generational curse. They, they like to fight each other, civil war mentality as well as uh, a lynching mentality. I mean, when 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 you when you get in the crosshairs of a Southern Baptist preacher, and you're a preacher, you disagree with them, buddy. It's 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 uh it's WrestleMania, man. It's a, we gonna take you out. They don't believe in and and maybe passing a few licks and we get we we forgive each other. And we move on together. No, no, no. We gonna lynch you. 
That's their mentality. <clears throat> and look at what God is doing. Using black men to try to save the Southern Baptist Convention. Convention. I told them they needed, they needed to get with Dr. Tony Evans and they don't need to say a word unless they consult with him. And I hope Dr. Tony Evans, if they don't consult with him before they uh, do stuff, get out, don't, 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 don't even, work, don't even try to help him. That's what I would do. Especially now, they better listen to him now, since they're under investigation by the Justice Department, the church, not only a church, not one pastor but the whole Southern Baptist denomination under investigation, along with the Catholics, the, the, the uh, whore church. And they should have been under investigation a long time ago. But I, I, told, I told them not to do this foolishness. I told the Catholic church, the Pope and everybody, in writing, several times, do not do this foolishness of withholding communion from President Biden and from the Speaker of the House. And I said, and I, 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 and I, I told them, because they're going to investigate you for the evil that you have done. And they know about it. You better be thankful they're trying to get communion from you. And you ought not to be giving communion. That's why m many of you are dead. Just like in the bubonic plague. You're giving communion about re re remembering Jesus Christ, but you, you're living an unworthy life as a homosexual and a child rapist. I know some of you say, man, I thought I was coming to a devotion. And you are. You're here. See, and you're going to, you have raped children. You, I don't care. I double dog dare you to sue me. You have raped children at the altar. Your nuns have raped little girls with crucifixes and, and, and got involved in a homosexual lesbian relationship. No wonder that we have an explosion of homosexuality in the world. And I said it before and I'm going to say it again. It is sadly the fault of the church. Because you have messed up the minds of young people, and no, no, and 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 no wonder they hate going to your church. It's not God's church; it's your church. Because they were raped there, they were molested there, they were forced to suck on priests' penises there. Oh, shut up! I don't want to hear it. You've been doing it. Or why can't I say what you've been doing? Molested by the priests, molested by the bishops. And you have paid out billions of dollars to keep things out of court. But you mess with the wrong one when you mess with Nancy Pelosi. Because I said it clearly. I said they should, they should investigate you for the evil you've done. I told you not to do it because they should investigate you and they know where the dead bodies are too. They were trying to be loyal. 
But no, you want to keep on pushing. You're not going to give them communion? Okay, somebody's going to go to jail. We're going to, they're going to investigate you and embarrass the whole denomination. Talking about you, they are not worthy to take communion because they believe in abortion. You're not worthy to give communion because you believe in abortion too, bishop and, 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 and priest and pastor, because uh, all of the nuns that you got pregnant, they had abortion. They're buried, some, uh, some of them are buried uh, near the uh, 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 St. Peter's Basilica. How about that? And I double dog dare you to sue me. All I'm going to do is call Nancy Pelosi and, and President Biden. And we're going to be all right. All right, all right, all right. So you, you should have you, you left well enough alone. And here you caught as a drunkard, dr drunk driver. The bishop who withheld... Communion from Nancy Pelosi. She's the wrong one. You say whatever you want to say. She's the wrong one to do that to. You did it to Biden. Try to do it to Biden. And you know Biden is you know. Kind of roll with it. But Nancy is the wrong one. And she, she took my advice. And she's, she's after you now. And I would not push it. Observe. How the most solid and immovable things feel the force of supplication. Yea, prayer. Prayer has shaken houses, opened prison doors, and made stout hearts to quail. Yea, has made proud hearts to humble down and say, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Prayer rings the alarm bell and the master. Go ahead, Spurgeon. I wish I would have written it, Spurgeon, but God gave it to you like that. Uh, the mother load of anointing and unction. Master of the house arises to the rescue, shaking all things beneath Beneath his tread, the foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because of his wrath. God will shake you up. See, see, you don't, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't want to appreciate that and and accept that. But God will shake things up through the simple thing called prayer. God has done it hundreds of times, my dear friend. He who fixed the world's pillars can make them rock in their sockets. Go ahead, Spurgeon. And can upheave the cornerstones of creation. Yes, he can. But you don't want to, as the old saints used to say, you don't want to get God started. See, there are people who know God. And they know God loves you. He's very loving and extremely patient. And won't, as the Queen's... As the Queen's uh, favorite hymn says, it won't always chide. But you don't want to get God started, my friend. Because see, once he gets started, he's very determined. <laughs> he's going to make his point very clear. 
<laughs> Woo, you gonna make it. I'm telling you, you, you don't, don't, God, God does not want to have to deal with you like that. He not, he's not looking, he's not that kind, he's not that kind of, uh, 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 he's not that way. He doesn't want to see you suffer and hurt and he doesn't want to shake you up. But he will after a while by and by. It may take a while. But as the old saints used to say, The will of God grinds slow, but it grinds show. You can believe that. Now, these things don't come from nowhere. Okay? These old sayings, you don't want to get God started. The will of God grinds slow, but it grinds. They don't come from nowhere. They don't come from, uh, uh, you know, just out of the air. People have experienced this with God. God does not play. God will walk you down to get your attention. And he will allow some things to happen that will rock your world. Okay? Because somebody is praying. The huge roots of the towering mountains are torn up when the Lord bestirs himself in anger to smite the enemies of his people. How shall puny man be able to face it out with God when the very mountains quake with fear. The very mountains quake with fear. If God can move the mountain, he can move you <laughs> very easily. <laughs> Let not the boaster dream that his present false confidence, and so many of you people have it, will support him in the dread day of wrath. Don't, don't, don't think foolishly now. Because God's going to change your mind. Okay? He, he has a way about him. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you so much for your holy word. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Spirit and what you have done in our hearts through your holy word at this moment in time. Help us to remember this devotional. It is well worth us being here today. Thank you for allowing us to be here, uh, to hear your word expounded upon like this from your choice servant, he being dead yet speaketh, Dr. Charles Spurgeon. <clears throat> We give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you're with us today and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior like Spurgeon did, uh, you can today. <coughs> First, you need to understand that we are all sinners. Even the queen is a sinner. She had to get saved by believing in Jesus Christ. We all have broken God's Ten Commandments. 
committing such sins as lying, as stealing, robbing other people, lusting after what people have and other people, coveting what people have and other people, dishonoring and disobeying our parents, <clears throat> dishonoring God by taking his name in vain, committing adultery and fornication, having sex with people that you're not married to, living in adultery, committing the abomination of homosexuality, a man with a man, a woman with a woman, the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That includes the Pope, that includes the Queen, that includes the Dalai Lama, and that includes Joel Osteen, <coughs> pastor of the largest church in America. Yes, even he is a sinner. We are all sinners. We're all in the same boat. And we can only be saved by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ and calling on his name and repenting of our sins. The Bible says also that there's a penalty for sin, there's a punishment for sin. For the Bible says in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. <coughs> Pardon me. The wages of sin is death. In other words, the payment that you're going to get for all of your sins and your sinful nature is death. You must die. I must die. The Queen had to die. King Charles III will die. Everybody who's, who has ever been born in this world has died except for Enoch, God took him and uh, Elijah was taken away in a chariot to heaven. Lazarus even died, but he was brought back to life by Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died, was buried, but he rose on the third day. He died for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God to save our souls and to deliver our souls so that we would not go to hell but go to heaven. And God wants you to understand that if he will allow you to die from this beautiful place called earth, and it is a beautiful place, there's nothing wrong with the earth. There's something wrong with us. We have defiled it with our wickedness and our sin and our evil. Other than that, Earth is a very beautiful, magnificent, wonderful place. Miraculous place. But if God will allow you to die from this beautiful place, 
for your sins. You need to understand that if you do not pause and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. You, you need to understand that God will allow you to go to the flames of hell to suffer and to be tormented, tormented for the rest of eternity. And God has never lied. Jesus Christ has never lied, nor can they lie. And so, see, you, you need to understand, because we have a sinful nature, born with a sinful nature, we have a tendency not to believe God and His Word. To take these things lightly and to try to joke about it talking about I'm going to go to the bar in hell with my friends no, there will not be any bar in hell there will never be a bar in hell because there's no water in hell not even one drop so you need to understand that because hell is a very real place Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible more than the prophets, more than Moses, more than the, the apostles in the New Testament. And when Jesus Christ said these words in Mark chapter 9 verses 43 through 48, he was not playing and he was not lying. He didn't make it up. For he created hell for the devil and his angels. If you follow the devil, act like the devil, look like the devil, talk like the devil, then you're going to hell with the devil if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. For in one of his longer sermons, he said, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. Jesus is saying here, that if you sin with your hands and offend God and offend yourself because sin is an offense not only to God but to you and that's probably the main reason why God hates sin it, it, it messes your life up hell is so severe and so serious he said it is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. The fire is not quenched. He says that repeatedly. 